evening and welcome to the Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Curry. A weekly inside look at Golden Bears football along with high school football score updates from around the metro area. Now let's join your host for the Coaches Show, Wally Langfellow. And welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Wally Langfellow with Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears head coach Shannon Courier. And before I utter another word... I'll congratulate you, the winningest coach in Concordia St. Paul football history. After the victory um, last weekend, you got a 16-10 to win over Southwest Minnesota State, so congratulations, Coach. Uh, it's got to feel good to be where you are right now. Yeah, well, thank you. I mean, we've had a lot of good players in the past and certainly now that have helped us win games and a phenomenal coaching staff, so obviously it's, you know, it's just a collective effort by so many people. Um, in regards to the game, it was, it was a great Great team win. We played you know well in all phases at different times and and supported one another when when plays had to be made. Uh, defensively played great. You know we had four fourth down stops which were critical in the game. Seven sacks. That's unbelievable. And then they couldn't rush the football and that turns into a one dimensional game and that's where it started. You know we we had some key special teams plays with two fifty plus yard field goals and then also a, a big time kick return our best of the year. And then on offense, you know, we didn't have a turnover. And uh, at one point, the game was tied, and we're at the, our own one-yard line, and we proceeded to the, you know, to the Mustang five-yard line and kicked the field goal to take the lead. And uh, just really efficient offense for the most part. Took time off the clock, ran the ball just good enough. But you know, there's a lot more yet for us to to improve and and still have our best performance hopefully this coming week. Um, you mentioned that kick return, Des Bassett. Uh, had a big day returning kicks. He had three kicks for over a hundred, three returns for over a hundred yards, including that fifty-five yarder. Uh, talk about the fifty-five yard return and what that means, because I know you guys have been struggling with that kick return game. Well, it's about field position, and we've shown our players, you know, based on where you start your drives determines the the percent you have, the, the chance you have to score. So the the further you know into the field you get, obviously, the better chance of scoring. Um, you know, we we had had struggles all year long with our kick return. And this year, it's kind of ironic because this year is a new rule where you can fair catch anything. The ball doesn't have to travel into the end zone to get the ball to 25. So, you know, in, in, the, in the previous week in Augustana, we had the ball within our 10-yard line a couple of times just because of poor, I guess, coaching. We'll start there um, to get these kids to, to fair catch balls when they should have. Or we've really failed up front in the front line uh, to block guys running down the field. And that's probably the hardest job that – that there is in the, in the football team is to be a, a kick return front line specialist because you have to retreat and then block somebody in, in a lot of space that's really fast and is, is on a mission. Um, so that's really difficult to do. But this week we change up our scheme some, and you know it definitely helped. We had the big return that led to a field goal, um, and then, then we had another one too later in the game that got to the 30, which prior to the game was our best return of the year was to the 30-yard line. So our, our worst one Saturday was had been our best one throughout the year. Uh, speaking of field goal, are, are you going to be busy in the uh, maybe in the dean's office trying to get another year for uh, Jonas Schenderline? I mean, my goodness, three field goals, two of them of over 50 yards. He kicks a 52-yarder and a 53-yarder and in addition to the 23-yarder uh, uh, that you had mentioned. But what a weapon he is. He's a phenomenal weapon because if we cross a 50-yard line, you know, we're, you know, Coach Monk's always – kind of communicating with me throughout the offensive drive, hey, we just need another five yards or we're already in field goal range. And that, that helps determine you know, what kind of play we're going to call. We don't want to be sacked. 
or take a take a loss of yards on a on a third down play maybe. Um, so you know, oftentimes you know we're right there. It's quick to get in that field goal range, and that's that's a huge weapon. And he would have had two more had we had the protection for him. Um, the last kick of the game, you know, that should have been good. And then then we had another uh, long attempt that was also on Mark, but we just we had poor protection. We had guys up front that you know didn't stand, st- you know. They didn't keep their position, um, but otherwise, you know, Jonas has been solid. And he also had five touchbacks, and that's also a weapon to kick the ball in the end zone and force the opponent to fair catch it, and it can't get past the 25-yard line if that's the case too. So uh, he's a weapon in many ways, and and more importantly, he's just a great kid with a lot of energy, and players love him. He brings energy, and he'd trade those field goals for a win any day of the week, and and that's hard to come by too. It's, it's He's a team player all the way, and – and uh, we really appreciate him. Yeah, well, and you got he got both this past Saturday. He got the win, and he got the field goal. So I, I'm sure it was a, a great day for Jonas. Uh, and, oh, by the way, the three field goals was all you got after that opening drive touchdown. That's important. I mean, you had to put some points on the board, and you're not going to win the football game because you guys traded touchdowns, but you needed those field goals. Absolutely. I mean, it's you know, points are – we want to get a touchdown every every drive, obviously, but it's it's nice to know that we have a pretty solid chance of getting points on the board as we as we you know cross the midfield mark, and and he's really dependable and um, the leg strength is phenomenal. Let me ask you about that opening drive because it you see it a lot in football, whether it's at the college, even the high school, certainly at the pro level, you see teams that scripted opening drive. Uh, tend to score, and I don't. You probably know the percentages better than I do, but you see it. You see it a lot, and then you're unable to get into the end zone the rest of the game. Tell me a little bit about the the dynamics of that. That's a good question, and and we look at that and analyze that every week. But you're right. Uh, we we script about 25 of the best plays we think going into the game, and at least the first five. You know, they're kind of in order. You know, we're thinking, okay, we have first down play. What's our best play to start the game with? And we try to mix that up from week to week. One week it may be a run, next week a pass, maybe a three-step pass, the following week a play action, maybe we take a shot. You know, so we try to really think about the sequence of plays. The third play of the game is always one that we're expecting third down just to be safe. And we just happen to have a good mixture of, of content there. We had, you know, a quick game out of a, um, a slot, for a twins formation we haven't really done before. Uh, our quarterback was on mark. You know, he put the ball in the money a couple times in that that first uh, drive, and that helped, of course. And then, you know, actually the second down play towards the red zone, we called a a slant and go. You know, we called a a sluggo, and they played cover three, and they hadn't shown cover three, you know, all year. We were expecting man coverage, and uh, they didn't give us that. But we then came back on a third down play and had a nice screen where it was executed very well. Offense lineman got up to the second level. And then Keon Walters did a great job you know, once he had the ball. You know, from there we did. We kind of struggled uh, throughout the game to be to finding that consistency. We're trying to run the football. We knew they were bringing pressure, and we knew we needed to avoid, you know, the third and long situations because they had been getting a lot of sacks. So that kind of made it more of a conservative approach maybe until the end. Then we started exposing them in our double tight, and we started throwing the ball because they were playing man coverage. And, and I think towards the end of the game we figured out, a better way maybe of moving the ball, but it didn't produce the touchdowns that we'd like. And you got to feel good about, you know, you ended up losing Max and Hutton for the second half because of an injury, but you're able to put the guy that's been your number one quarterback just about all season back in there. Feel good on two fronts. One, that you're able to put somebody in there that you trust, and two, to give him that opportunity again to uh, get back out there. 
Absolutely. You want the best for every player. You know, and it's, it's hard to make them all happy and, um, you know, you, you can't please them all at the same time. But when that happened, you know, you feel terrible for Maxon because here he is with an opportunity and he's on the, on the ground with an injury. Yet, you know, Dominic, who's, you know, gone through some adversity now with a switch here. And, uh, hey, here you are. You have a shot to go do your thing and win the game. So it's, it's, it's good to see guys, any player, get a, in a position where they can, you know, redeem themselves. You know, we're always rooting for guys to show their best and, and come back from adversity. And uh, it was great to, to see him in that situation. And then, you know, what's really good is Maxon wasn't hurt severely, so he's back this week. So we're, we're excited to have, you know, capable quarterbacks going to the game because we need them all. You know, there's, you can never have too many good players because of injuries and different things that happen. So we're excited we have two guys that are capable of moving the football. Both can run. And they're that plus one uh, you know, player where they can add more of a, a run game to the offensive, um, you know, your offensive arsenal. Yeah. Well, speaking of Maxon, we're going to have him on. He's coming up next in our next segment. We'll talk to Maxon Hutton. He is a junior quarterback from Chanhassen. We're also going to hear from Dion Wallish. He is a junior defensive back from Tartan High School here in the Twin Cities. We'll have that and more as we continue along here on the Coaches Show with Shannon Courier, head coach of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. That and more, including a high school football scoreboard update right after this. Time out. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Make sure you download our new CSP Bears Game Day app in the App Store or Google Play Store. The free app helps you follow our football team and any of our other teams on campus. Simply search for CSP Bears, download the app, and select your favorite Golden Bears team to get notifications tailored to your settings. The app also allows you to get live stats and easy access to watch and listen to our games live right in the app. Search CSP Bears in the App Store today. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your to-be-continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. are listening to The Coach's Show with Golden Bears head football coach, Shannon Courier. And welcome back to The Coach's Show with head coach Shannon Courier of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. And we are now going to be joined by a couple of his players, Maxon Hutton, a junior quarterback from Chanhassen, and D.I. Wallish, a junior defensive back from Tartan. Uh, Maxon, we'll start with you. Uh, I know you missed a portion of last year with an injury. Basically, we're second-string quarterback for most of this year, but you got an opportunity a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you seem to have made the most of it. Um, tell me about having to kind of wait your turn. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's a situation that coaches and players you know, across the country, all levels, uh, get dealt with, and it's kind of tough. But I have the utmost respect for Dom and just kind of took it upon myself to um, stay positive, you know, put the team first and just – keep grinding um you never know when you're going to get your chance and i just wanted to always stay ready for that moment and uh yeah it's kind of what i did and that was against augustana when you came in um 
mm-hmm. in the uh, second half of that football game. And, and I noticed Dom was maybe your biggest cheerleader on the sideline. I happen to be on the sideline for that game. You guys must have a pretty good rapport. Yeah, definitely. We have a really good relationship. Uh, we've kind of chatted multiple times that we got each other's back. We're 100% um, supporting each other no matter what. I'm just kind of want to make sure the team's succeeding, and we're both uh, each other's biggest fans. <laughs> well, that's good. That, that's a good thing. I'm sure uh, Coach yeah. Courier would agree with that. Uh, let's talk about this past Saturday's game. You threw a touchdown pass in the first half. It was the only touchdown of the game for mm-hmm. your club. Uh, tell me about the 20-yard touchdown pass and then uh, what happened, uh, the injury that caused mm-hmm. you to miss the second half at quarterback. Yeah, it felt good to get out there on our first drive, and we were moving the ball down the field well. Um, and then struck Keon Walters um, on a little screen pass, and he um, did his thing and made a trip to the end zone. So that felt good to get a score on our first drive and kind of get us rolling. And then, uh, yeah, just about before halftime, I think, um, it was third and long, and I was just kind of trying to scramble, break a few extra tackles that I probably should have went down. Um, But I ended up kind of tweaking my knee a little bit. But um, treatment's been going well and just going to kind of keep a knee brace on it, and it's been feeling well. So You, sh- you feel good for Saturday then? Yep, I do. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Uh, well, let's switch over. Let's talk to Dion for a little bit. Dion, defensively, you guys had a great game on Saturday. Uh, you only allowed, I think I read, 15 yards on the ground. I mean, that's almost unheard of in 33 attempts. That speaks volumes for your defense, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Our defensive line was playing great, and uh... – they were struggling a little bit to pass for a while, so when they tried running, our defense line just ate it up. So they were playing good. What about uh, that? When you face a team that becomes almost exclusively uh, pass-oriented because the way you guys are able to stuff the run, uh, that puts some pressure on, on guys like you, the D-backs, the cornerbacks, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, but I have trust in all, all my defensive backs to play at a certain level where we just don't let up anything. Talk about the style of play that um, – is taught here and you are coached to play here at Concordia? We're just coached to play relentless, like never let off the throttle, just always going full speed, 100%. And and, and what about your style? How, how did your style fit in here? Because I know you came from uh, Crixton. You played a couple of years there, and then you came here. Uh, tell me about the differences and how your style fit in here. Yeah, I didn't seem to fit in as much in Crixton because, like, in Crixton they don't seem to – give 100% all the time because the score is not always the closest. But here, it's just like a family. We're all united. We're all giving it all, and it's just a different culture change. Yeah. What's, what are some of the things that um, the coaches have been emphasizing on defense? If, if, if I were to ask you, what's been the message defensively that the coach or the defensive coaches have been putting into your heads? Uh, alignment and assignment, just knowing what we're doing and doing it well. Basically, we go over that every single day, just – What's our, uh, what's, our, what's our assignment, and then do our assignment. Why did you make that switch from Crookston to uh, St. Paul, and how did it all come about? Uh, I made the switch because I, was, I felt like I was too far from home. I was five hours up north, and I'm from the cities here, Oakdale, Minnesota. So coming to a school that seems like it could be a great fit and it's in the cities close to home, it just seemed like it was the right place for me to be. And, and how, I mean, what... what um, transpired i mean did you pursue concordia did they talk to you how how did that all come about uh well it was when after i got my release papers i was looking at uh possible schools i could go to and then i uh emailed the pro, the head coach and 
got he got back to me and we just started interacting then and then made my choice to come here. This head coach, Coach yes. Career, coach, okay, coach Career. and he got back to you. Yes, he did. Uh, he doesn't always return my email, so that's good. <laughs> you should you should feel privileged. To, right. You should feel privileged. Let's go back to uh, Maxon here and talk a little bit about what you uh, what you know about uh, this weekend's opponent. You guys mm-hmm. have Winona, uh, yep. good football club, seven and three on the season. Um, Pretty, it's going to be a pretty good challenge for you guys. Yeah, for sure. They're, uh, they've always been a good program, you know, always been uh, near the top, and we're kind of on the uprise. We've had a good record this year compared to years in the past, and um, we're on the constant incline, and we're just kind of trying to get that uh, winning season record. So that's a big thing for this program, and the team seems really excited about it to try and get to that 6-5. and five, So Yeah, that that is a big deal. I mean, for a program that has struggled to even – get a few wins in a season, you guys now have an opportunity to get two over the hump and get that sixth win. Has that been part of the uh, the talk this week? Yeah, for sure. That's been almost the main talk, especially on offense. Just keep scoring point, points and uh, put our team in a position to win this game. So, All right. Um, for folks who haven't seen you play mm-hmm. and maybe maybe missed the Augustana game and didn't weren't able to watch you guys on the road, describe your style of play. Yeah. At, a, at quarterback. Yeah, well, I just like to be able to use um, the quarterback position as uh, 11th man, so being able to run the ball a bit and kind of uh, put it in attack mode for the offense and also just use that to combat my passing as well. So just kind of a dual threat. Does your game now, does it mirror what you were running in high school? I mean, was it a tough transition for you? Um, yeah, in high school we kind of ran like half spread, half like veer offense. Um, but definitely coming to college, you just learn so much more about defensive schemes and what to look and where to look. So uh, it's been a lot, a big learning process, but it's awesome to just kind of know this much about football now. So All right. Um, one last question. Let's go over to Dion for one last question, a uh, couple questions for you. Dion, uh, what do you know about uh, Winona's offense that you guys are going to have to be concerned with this weekend? They like to pass a lot. Their QB will take a lot of shots, so our defensive backs have to be on top of it, make sure we're getting depth and uh, not letting anything over the top. And do you have any personal goals? I mean, are, are there things that you've kind of kept in in, in your mind um, as you've gone through the season and now as you head into this final game of the year? Uh, just to keep going, like, with dealing with an injury that I had earlier in the season, just not to, like, let off since this is the last week. we got to finish strong, and we just got to keep giving our 100%. All right. Well, Dion Maxson, we appreciate you guys stopping by and being part of the show this week. Uh, good luck on Saturday, and uh, hope to see you guys both back next year. Thank you. Thank you. All right. They are Maxson Hutton and Dion Wallish, the junior, both juniors. Maxson quarterback, Dion defensive back here on Minnesota Score Radio's presentation of the Coaches Show. We'll be back with Coach Courier coming up in a few minutes. High school scoreboard update coming up shortly as well. Stay with us. If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Gold Bear fans, did you know that this coaches show, along with our CSP Bears podcast, is available to subscribe in iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio? The CSP Bears podcast is a new way to get people behind the scenes in Concordia Athletics and is generally available on Thursday afternoons. And the coaches show will be available on the pod late Friday evening or early Saturday morning. Just search CSP Bears for our weekly podcast and coaches show. 
If you're ready to continue your story with an online degree, Concordia University St. Paul can help you get there. We have the flexible, affordable programs you need to take your next step. We're dedicated to creating successful professionals who can succeed in the workplace so you can be sure you'll graduate with the tools for ongoing career success. Your To Be Continued starts at Concordia. Learn more about our programs today at mycspstory.com. That's mycspstory.com. Now back to the Coaches Show with Wally Langfellow and Golden Bears head football coach Shannon Courier. And welcome back to the Coaches Show with Shannon Courier, head coach of the Concordia St. Paul Golden Bears. Uh, coach, before we start talking about um, this week's game at Winona, uh, let's talk about this conference. I, I look at the rankings in Division Two. You got the number one team in the nation in your conference in Minnesota State Mankato, and then you also have. Minnesota Duluth, which is also a top 10 team, both undefeated. Boy, there probably is not a better D2 conference in the nation than the one you're in. It's become very competitive over time. You know, there's a couple other conferences in the, I guess, in the country that are pretty solid as well. Uh, but this one has grown a lot over the last 15, 20 years. You know, from the time I've been here before to now, you know, there's been a lot of growth with facilities. There's some very nice stadiums. You know, Southwest State being one of those places that really put in a nice stadium uh, to the scholarship improvements. You know, it used to be a maximum of 21 scholarships, and then now it was at 28 the last few years, and just this past spring it went up to 36, and that's the Division Two max. So a lot of the competitiveness comes from the amount of scholarship money you have because, you know, the more money you have, the more, you know, quality players you can you can recruit. So I think, you know, the conference is doing things to be on par with some of the best leagues in the country with, with the scholarship you know, limits, and uh, that's where that's where it starts. And uh, we're we're working hard here to improve our situation just the same, so we can keep up with the teams that are doing well, such as Mankato State and Duluth. Yeah, and Mankato State, Duluth, Augustana has had some some great success uh, in the postseason over the past few years. Uh, it is a deep conference, and as such, uh, you don't have an easy one on Saturday. You've got Winona, um, and this is a club that's seven and three on the season. Um, what do you know about them? Well, they're just a team that's been good for a long time. They set the bar in the early, you know, two thousands when Concordia made the transition to Division Two. You know, they were the standard at that point. Mankato State, you know, uh, Saint Cloud, Augustana, Sioux Falls—they were not in the league, and Winona was a pretty little power. So they were, you know, a playoff team a lot of the time and conference champion a lot of the time. Uh, so that was the bar then, and then. Um, you know they've just maintained their their success through time. You know and I think that's a testament to their their staff. Coach Sawyer's been there a long time, and uh, he's he's a great coach. Does a good job of of uh, recruiting, and they're in an excellent location. They're on the Mississippi River, uh, but they're a team that plays well. They have a lot of talent on defense. They've always been a real solid defensive scheme. Uh, they're not going to take a lot of risks and play safe. Yet they got guys that can also you know play man coverage and cover you up too. And then offensively, they're just solid. They run the football. They have some big-time receivers that they throw the ball to. So I think – and then in a phase that's really been successful through time is their special teams. You know, last week, again, they came back to beat Augustana in the fourth quarter due to a, a kick return for a touchdown. And, and that, that phase of the game has always been positive for them as well. So a team that's just used to winning their culture as such, uh, they expect to win every Saturday, and it, it'll be a, a battle for us. But, again, we're ready to take that next step, and uh, we need to build off the recent success and – we have a lot of lot of uh, motivation here this week, trying to get to a six and five record. So, you know, we're excited about the challenge. You know, it's it's a lot more enjoyable beating a team that's you know seven and three 
than a team that's maybe one and nine. So we're excited about the challenge of going to play a good team and, and get an upset. All right, take me into the film room of what you have seen Winona this week um, and some of the things that you think you might be able to take advantage of. Well, you know, on a, from an offensive standpoint, they're a, a base of a 3-4 defense. You know, they play four guys up front, but one of those guys is a stand-up player. They like to keep two linebackers in a box. Um, teams have had some success running their quarterbacks at different times against them. They've been susceptible to some of the deeper passes if the quarterback's running around. Uh, but they're they're a team that plays fast. They're they're going to get a lot of guys to the football. Their linebackers are are t- you know they're ferocious. They're going to smack you. Uh, their D line is is athletic. They have a 315 pound nose tackle that kind of sets the point of their front. Um, you know so that's the strength of the defense that is the front seven. And then they have some smaller cornerbacks, but you know one of them number four is one of their key playmakers, and you can tell he plays with a lot of energy, and they feed off him. And you know they're. Uh, they're going to rotate coverages, and you know we feel we have some ways to attack them for sure. And then on offense, you know, they're, we first have to stop the run. That's the challenge every week. Get them into a long down situation. They're going to throw the ball deep. You know, they like to you know take chances and get in a five step drop, and you know max protect. They have a couple of big receivers like to you know take a shot down the field, and we're just going to have to make sure we we put them in long down situations and win that first down again. That's that's critical. If we can get them into a second long, it just forces their hand more so. Um, so and then and finally, we have to cover kicks and punts because they're dangerous mm-hmm. with the return game. Um, so those are some of the things that we we're really working on this week to 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 be prepared to play our best football on Saturday against Southwest Minnesota State. You had mentioned it a little bit earlier. You guys recorded seven sacks uh, on defense, and a lot of that, of course, is predicated on a you were able to stop the run and force them into a you know primarily a passing game, so you could tee off a little bit and, and rush the quarterback. But you got three of those sacks out of Chris Garrett, and he is—he has just been phenomenal for you this year. And you say that he, he four sacks. Yeah, he had four. Okay, well, uh, I, my yeah. press release said three, yeah. so blame Josh Deer no, on that one. Yeah, he, he had four. He uh, had four of the seven. Well, that's he, tremendous. He also had a strip fumble and a big stop on you know third down in the, in the at the goal line. So he's he's a tremendous player. And a lot of times when a sacks happens, certainly there's good coverage. You know, there's the quarterbacks holding the ball longer. And we have, you know, we feel like we are getting better in the secondary and making, um, you know, making sure we're covering people up. But uh, we're gaming a lot with our D linemen, moving them, and you can do that again if you get them into a second or third long situation. And their pass game was more down the field. You know, they got I got bored with maybe some of the crossing routes that was producing some smaller gains. And uh, when we got them in those situations where it was third and long, that's when you can get them, and that's the key. You, but to get there, you have to win on first down because then. Uh, you can keep them out of those, you know, mid-range downs where they can pass or run, and that's a lot harder to play defense. All right, back to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Max and Hutton, who we heard from in our last segment, assuming that his uh, he's 100 percent or able to uh, play on Saturday, and it sounds like he is, based on what uh, you guys are telling me today. Tell me a little bit about him as a quarterback. What you like about his game? I like the fact that he's he runs like a deer. I mean, when he gets an opening, he's he's fast. He's and he's explosive. a big kid, too. He's a big guy that can run like a big deer now, not just a small doe. He's a big buck in there. <laughs> and when he sees an opening, he hits it hard. Um, and he's a, he's a great kid. So I think, first off, you like the personality. Um, he's He cares about his teammates. He's a team player. He's smart. He does what's asked of him. He makes all his workouts. He's got a, a team attitude. So, you know, it always starts there, right? As a coach, you appreciate the guys that do what you're asking them to do. Um, and, and he's always listening and paying attention. And I think he's improved a lot over time. So, 
you know, we appreciate all the work he's done for this program, but the, the things that we like about his skill set is the fact that he's a, a quarterback that can certainly throw it, um, and then he can move around, and, and anytime your quarterback can be a plus one like he talked about, you know, it's hard to defend because the quarterbacks that hand the ball off, basically you're 10 on 11. You know, the quarterback's out of the equation at that point once the ball's handed off, but if the quarterback's in a run game, you know, you have 11 offense players now against 11 defense players, and that's that's advantageous to the offense. So I, I just like the fact that he's he's capable of running. And he's back next year. Absolutely. It's, it's nice to have a lot. We have a lot of guys back. We have, uh, you know, all our stars on defense will be back, um, you know, a big chunk of our offense. And, you know, the team is certainly young. We're trending forward, and that's, that's exciting to be part of something that's growing, you know, because I think we're always striving for improvement. Um, and, and we'll add some more pieces to the puzzle as the year goes on, and I'm sure we'll make strides with our culture and our work ethic and a lot of those other things off the field. But um, we're definitely heading the right direction. But you know, getting a, a, a game here at the end of the year like this to go six and five would be would be would be really nice. Well, um, I guess uh, it's all on the table now. See if you can get over 500, and uh, we wish you well. And uh, hopefully, we'll talk to you again soon. That sounds good. Appreciate all the time, and and looking forward to the next show. All right. He is Shannon Courier, head coach of the Golden Bears of Concordia St. Paul. You have been listening to The Coaches Show here on Minnesota Score Radio. I'm Wally Langfellow. Have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to The Coaches Show with Concordia University St. Paul head football coach Shannon Courier. Be sure to tune in each week throughout the season as we review and preview Golden Bears football right here on Minnesota Score Radio. We'll see you next time.